0: Hello my friend. This is Clyde. Message from inside the prison. Nelson Mandela, a modern day South African leader, is well remembered for his stint in prison. Mandela was head of the African National Congress at one time, an outlawed organization that fought for the freedom of black people in South Africa from the cruel regime of apartheid. He was arrested on several occasions, but in 1943, Mandela was arrested and spent 27 years in prison, mostly under severe conditions, before he was released in 1990. While in prison, however, Mandela was effective in his fight and wrote numerous letters as a prisoner. When he was released, he continued his fight, but not through violence and war. He became a political leader and eventually the first black president of South Africa and witnessed the dismantling of the political regime that was common in his country for years. There is another prisoner that we want to talk about. We know him as Saul of Tarsus, later called the Apostle Paul, a man who was in the first century He devoted his early life to be a religious zealot of Judaism, a religion that believed in one God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Judaism was formalized when thousands and thousands of Hebrews were miraculously emancipated from Egyptian slavery. And while on their way to the promised land, God named them his chosen people, gave them the 10 commandments, And called on them to serve him only. Saul, who lived and studied under the great teachers of Judaism in Jerusalem, saw the birth and rise of Christianity, a movement of fanatics who claimed to be followers of Jesus Christ, who himself claimed to be the Son of God. Saul became the leader of this movement that sought to defend Judaism in Jerusalem, the birthplace of this new religion, and in no time, he led a violent and a brutal system of persecution. His goal, to wipe out this fledgling movement and reestablish Judaism as the one true religion among Jews. He experienced a dramatic conversion that no one predicted, and became the chief proponent of Christianity, the very religion that he once fought against. Eventually, he became known as Paul the Apostle. Like Mandela, he was arrested several times, beaten by authorities, driven out of cities with his preaching and teaching of this new religion that he was now a true devoted converter and defender of. In over three decades, Paul became an iconic figure, spreading the gospel all over the Roman Empire among Gentiles and Jews. Eventually, he ended up being a prisoner of the Roman Empire and spent his last days in house arrest in Rome, where he was eventually executed for the cause that he devoted his life to, the gospel of Jesus Christ. In one of his letters, Paul said these now famous words, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew, then to the Gentile. For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed, a righteousness that is by faith from first to last, just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. Romans 1, verses 16 and 17. Imagine that several years before, Paul was the one who shamelessly and violently opposed the gospel and vowed to wipe out the movement that was spreading the gospel like wildfire in and around Jerusalem. Now, after his conversion, Paul declared categorically his conviction, his belief. He is now the standard bearer of the life-changing gospel of Jesus Christ. In his previous life, he boldly and shamelessly stood for his traditional religion, Judaism. That same fervor and commitment were what drove him to a life of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. For Paul, there was no other religion, nothing that changed lives for good like the gospel of Jesus Christ. We hear him writing from prison to a group of freed Christians in Ephesus. And rather than complain and share stories of the horrors of prison, Paul wrote these freed Christians the following message. For I am... He said to them, As a prisoner for the Lord then, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. Ephesians 4, 1-4. Hold on, Paul. You're in prison, in Rome. Awaiting execution for preaching the gospel and accused of stirring up religious rebellion all over. And you have the courage, the temerity to be writing to us freed people telling us how to live as Christians? Are you serious? Do you even understand what you are doing? But Paul was not concerned about his life, whether he was a prisoner or a freedman. His mission continued, the spreading of the gospel and teaching people how to live the Christian life. His letter was sent to various churches to be publicly read in the congregation. Paul heard, the people heard Paul saying to them, while acknowledging that he is a prisoner, that you guys who are Christians do this. Live a life that is a true representation of your new identity as children of God. This man who is in prison for being a fearless preacher of the gospel is now telling us that we should embrace our new identity in Christ 24-7. Don't just carry a secret ID card saying that you are a Christian, but right there in your community, always live like a devout Christian. Good Christians are to have a relationship of love and unity among themselves. Get along with each other. In fact, in one other letter, he said the same thing to that group of Christians. I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another in what you say and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly united in mind and thought. 1 Corinthians 1 verse 10. One of the worst things in the Christian world is disunity, infighting, disagreements, and every form of contention. Paul the prisoner is saying with all sincerity, please get along with each other in a way that requires humility, gentleness, patience, and love. And this came from a prisoner. Do you hear his message coming loud and clear to you today? This prison letter is serious and important. I have no choice but to do what the letter says, be true to my faith, be true to my identity as a Christian and they will know we are Christians by our love, by our love. Where do you find this appeal to Christians? In a letter from prison to all Christians.